Welcome back to Inside Four Walls. Today, well this morning, we're going to go immediately into day two of the Russian attack on Russia. Or, to play semantics, the Russian invasion into Ukraine. Now, to preface, the Ukrainian people see themselves as Russian. It's the Ukrainian government that does not see themselves as part of Russia. We go now to anti-war for the articles for today's episodes. They're quick with it. They sum it up real nice. I'm going to leave a link to this site in the description of this podcast. Without any further ado, let's get into it. We go into the first article by David DeCamp. Biden announces more sanctions on Russia, more U.S. forces headed to Europe. The U.S. and its allies are not trying to cut off Russia from the swift banking system, citing European opposition. February 24th, 2022. On Thursday, President Biden announced more sanctions on Russia in response to Moscow's military offensive in Ukraine. The sanctions aim to cut exports to Russia, block the assets of four major Russian banks, and target individual Russian elites. For now, the U.S. and its allies are not trying to cut Moscow off of the SWIFT international payment system. Biden claimed sanctions he announced combined with the ones he imposed earlier this week are tougher than cutting Russia from SWIFT. He said the sanctions would limit Russia's ability to do business in dollars, euros, pounds, and yen to be part of the global economy. End quote. Quote, this is going to be imposed, this is going to impose severe costs on the Russian economy, both immediately and over time. We have purposefully designed these sanctions to maximize the long-term impact on Russia to minimize the impact on the United States and our allies, Biden said. The president reiterated that the U.S. is not sending troops to Ukraine to fight Russia, but said he would order more troops to Eastern Europe. Quote, Our forces are going into Europe to fight in Ukraine, but defend our NATO allies, but reassure those allies in the East. He said. Biden said he authorized the quote deployment of ground and air force sanctions. Sorry, quote, deployed the ground and air force stationed in Europe to the eastern flank and quote additional US forces, US force capabilities to deploy to Germany as part of NATO's response. And quote earlier this week. U.S. troops and military hardware were sent to the Baltic nations as the U.S. and NATO are are reinforcing areas near Russia and Ukraine, what they call their, quote, eastern flank. Biden said he has, quote, no plans to speak with Russian President Vladimir Putin at this time. The Russian attack on Ukraine came amid soaring inflation and rising gas prices. U.S. officials have said America should expect to feel some economic pain due to the sanctions. 
Biden said would try to limit quote limit the pain of the American people are feeling at the gas pump. He also blamed. So thoughts on this article before we move on. Biden has been trying to blame this interaction with Russia on high gas prices. Dancing around the fact that gas prices have been soaring for the past year and some change. <laughs> this entire conflict. Now, a lot of people, me included, didn't think this would happen. Now, I thought it would happen, but I didn't think it would be anytime soon. Though, now with 2020 vision, it should have been obvious. Vladimir Putin has always dreamed of reuniting the Soviet Union, rebuilding it into the Russian Trade Federation. And he's also about to be in his 70s. He's 69 years old. He's an old man. He needs to act while he can. He sees Biden, an old incompetent fool. And he sees his chance to expand. And he's going to try and take it. Now there's a lot of details coming out about the interactions and, and the here's and the why's and the where's and the when's. I'm going to do my best to stick to just the facts with as little opinion in here as possible. Just because this is an unfolding story, there's a lot of propaganda and misinformation being served by our government, their government, and other world powers currently. So I want to do my best to deliver only the facts the best of my ability. So my personal opinion will be limited here, though it is interesting that Vladimir Putin didn't do any of this under Trump. For years, Vladimir Putin didn't make one weird move. But a year and some change into Biden? Ever seen this kind of offensive move? Well, there's something to be said about that. And that also brings us to the end of this article. Going into the next article, again by David DeCamp, U.S. sending 7,000 troops to Germany. NATO says it's activating its defense plans. Reiterates it won't send troops into Ukraine, February 24th, 2022, just a couple hours after that other article we just read. President Biden has ordered Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin to send another 7,000 troops to Germany, as the U.S. is bolstering its forces in Europe in response to Russia's attacks on Ukraine. The Pentagon said the deployment will consist of, in quote, armored brigade combat team with associated capabilities and enablers, end quote, that will be deployed to Germany in the, quote, coming days. (laughs) Pardon me. Ugh. During a speech Thursday, President Biden reiterated the U.S. is not sending troops into Ukraine to fight Russia. NATO Secretary General Jen Stolzenberg also stated that the alliance wouldn't be entering Ukraine. But the U.S. and NATO are bolstering their forces in Eastern Europe and its countries that border Russia and Ukraine on Thursday, President Biden ordered troops that were already in Europe to move further east to the Baltic states. As part of this deployment, some U.S. troops that were stationed in Italy are arriving in Latvia. A Pentagon official told The Hill that the U.S., who are temporarily stationed in Poland and Romania, 
are preparing to help evacuees cross into the countries from Ukraine. The U.S. has sent 4,700 troops from the 82nd Airborne Division to Poland. Solenberg said NATO is activating its, quote, defense plans in response to Russia's defense. Into, sorry, in response to Russia's offense. Details of the plan aren't clear, but he said it includes elements of NATO's 40,000 troops strong rapid response force, and is likely mean, and it likely means more NATO troops will be deployed to Eastern Europe. That's something I've been thinking about. Vladimir Putin said anybody who steps in to try and stop this will be met it will be a declaration of war and they will be met with consequences the likes of which have never been seen before. We've seen a nuke before but there is technology nuclear device wise that we have not seen or heard of. Things that have been tested time and time again quietly in the background without us ever being aware of it. New tech, a new time. For the longest time, this Cold War with Russia, China, and the U.S. was fought online. White hat hackers, black hat hackers, and anybody in between. But now, there's tanks, there's bombs, there's guns, there's soldiers... And all the tech warfare as well. And you know what will never change about this conflict and about war? It will not be the rich kids going. You know what rich kids will go? Just enough of them. Just a handful of them will go just long enough to get a little pin nailed to their chest. So when they run for some kind of office, they have that promotional material. That's it. It'll be the poor kids. It'll be me and you. Maybe your kids, maybe your grandkids. It will not be the wealthy elite's kids. It will not be a politician's kids. It will not be a Biden's kids. It will not be a Trump's kid. It will be us. And... Uh, and to, to not fearmonger, I do want to make, make it clear. I do not believe this will be World War Three. A lot of outlets are running with that angle in mind. <laughs> but I do expect this to get very, very... Ugly. Very ugly. And more and more states are being pulled into this. Well, I'm also saying I don't think this will be a World War III scenario. I also didn't think this would happen so quickly. But, that being said, this is the end of this article, and we now move in to the next one. We now go into the second to last article for today's upload. Zelensky says 137 Ukrainians are dead after first day of fighting. Russian missiles hit targets across Ukraine. Again, my David DeCamp published February 24th, 2022. Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky said 137 Ukrainians were killed on Thursday during the first day of Russia's attack on the country. Quote, Today, we've lost 137 of our heroes, our citizens, military, and civilian, Zelensky said. He added that another 316 people have been wounded. Russia's missiles hit targets across Ukraine throughout the day. According to the Russian Defense Military, 
Russian strikes disabled 83 facilities of Ukrainian ground military infrastructure, destroying four warplanes and four drones. Earlier, a Pentagon official said Russians launched, quote, more than 160 missiles and airstrikes across Ukraine. The officials said most of the missiles are short-range ballistic missiles, but some are medium-range and cruise missiles have also been launched. Ukrainian officials said they were fighting Russian forces on multiple fronts. Ukraine's border service said attacks were carried throughout the border of Russia, Belarus, and Crimea. As of midnight in Kiev, Ukraine says its forces are still engaged in fighting or positioned for fighting across the country in South northwest, east, and in the Black Sea. According to the Kiev Independent, 13 Ukrainian border guards were killed by Russian forces in in an attack on Ukraine's Snake Island in the Black Sea, and the island was eventually captured by Russia. According to the Ukrainian Inform, Russia airstrikes targeted a military base in the village of uh, Lepisk, in the southern Odessa region. The report said the strikes killed 18 people. Fighting was also reported at the Chernobyl nuclear power plant, which is about 80 miles north of Ukraine's capital in Kiev. Milihio Padoyik. And aid to Zelensky said Russia took control of the plant after the battle. And to our knowledge, we have some reports have not been fully confirmed yet that Russia is removing old debris from the facility and apparently doing some restoration work on it already. Uh, for those who don't know, the Chernobyl nuclear power plant was a major nuclear power plant, obviously, that went critical doing a routine emergency drill in the early 90s. It exploded. Well, what happened is they drained the water. The water in the nuclear containers keeps them cool and from overheating and exploding. However, it did not refill in time, causing a mass overheating event where the nuclear power plant went tits up and exploded, irradiating about 200 miles around the perimeter. It's now called the No-Go Chernobyl Zone. Uh, it's famous for its roving band of dogs, which will give you cancer as you pet them and cuddle them. If they bite you, you will not become dogmen, so do not think that. Fighting was also reported at the Chernobyl nuclear power plant zone, which is 80 miles north. Said Russia to control the power plant afterwards. President Biden announced sanctions in response to Russian's offensive and ordered the deployment of 7,000 troops to Germany. Both the U.S. and NATO have said they won't send troops to Ukraine, but the Western powers have, are, have been and are bolstering their forces in Eastern Europe. That is the end of this article.
We now go into the last article from antiwar.com. Due to a story that just came out as of the time of recording, there is one more article we'll be reading. Over a thousand arrested in anti-war protests across Russia. The majority of arrests happened in Moscow by David DeCamp. Or Dave DeCamp, February 24th, 2022. This is a mad lad. He writes a lot. As Russian missiles rained down on Ukraine, thousands of demonstrators took to the streets in cities across Russia in protest. Their government's offensive in protest of the government's offensive on Thursday, and many were detained by police. According to the Russian Rights Monitoring Group OVD Info. At least 1,758 people were detained at an anti-war protest in 55 Russian cities. One, or sorry, of that number, 967 were arrested in Moscow and 431 were detained in St. Petersburg. I can't pronounce the name here. Let's see. Is a video of a massive crowd around the, uh, the capital of Moscow. In Moscow, protesters gathered in uh, Puskinkia, Puskinkia Square, Puskiv Square, in the center of the city. Demonstrators carried signs with anti-war slogans that read, "Quote: Stop the war. Ukraine is not our enemy. No one needs this war." More footage of the crowd. According to RT, Moscow police say they temporarily detained 600 people. OVD Info published a list on its website of the names of the people that have been arrested in each city. Some prominent Russians have spoken against Vladimir Putin's decision to attack Ukraine, including journalists and other public figures. Yelena Kovalaskia, the director of a state-funded theater in Moscow, quit her job and wrote on Facebook that it's impossible to work for a killer and get paid by him. That is the end of this article. Now we go to this last surprise article from Tibcast. <laughs> Biden's administration asked CBP officers to leave the southern border for Ukraine, according to a new memo. That's right, folks. Meanwhile, while while America is doing everything it can to protect and secure the Ukrainian border between Ukraine, uh, Ukraine and Russia, they didn't give one half out of a fuck about the southern border. Millions of undocumented undoc- illegal immigrants flooded through the borders over the last year and three months. The wall was stopped, but walls. Were, but he did switch funding to fund massive walls around various parts of Delaware. I'm not kidding. Uh, Biden also stopped funding on the wall, even though the wall is completely paid for. It's just construction has been halted. He paid to have a massive security fence built around his house. No walls for no walls for you, but walls for me. And while we can't secure our own southern border, we want to secure Ukraine's. 
Biden's administration, uh, or yeah, said this, but Biden's administration asked CBP officers to leave southern border for Ukraine, according to new memo. The volunteers would facilitate travelers for entry into the U.S. while on temporary duty assigned in Poland. February 24, 2022, by Hannah Claire Brimlow. The Biden administration is asking Customs and Border Patrol officers to voluntarily deploy to Poland following Russia's investigation of Ukraine. After being selected, volunteers will deploy after being selected. Volunteers will deploy within two or three days and work in Europe for at least one month. (laughs) The Office of Field Operations is seeking volunteers to assist with the possible evacuation of U.S. citizens' lawful parliament residents and their immediate family members from Ukraine. End quote. Read the memo sent to the agency's field operations executives and obtained by Just the News. Quote, Eligible employees who volunteer for the situation may be selected to serve temporarily temporary duty in Poland to facilitate travelers for entry into the U.S. to include providing guidance and problem resolution to other government agencies. The document adds, Interesting, interested border agents are required to be fully vaccinated, of course, because, you know, that's what we care about, against COVID-19 or have neutral, natural immunity from a recent infection, quote, as a mission necessity and to avoid post-arrival quarantine, there will be a test. They will be tested upon their arrival and departure in Poland. Quote, Once deployed employees are expected to perform all assigned duties and may be required to work irregular shifts and schedules up to seven days per week, including holidays and weekends, the memo said. Volunteers would be compensated by overtime pay. The request from the Biden administration mirrors a similar request made of Border Patrol agents last August following President Joe Biden's withdrawal of American military forces from Afghanistan and the Taliban's takeover. The Washington Examiner reported agents had been asked by the supervisors about voluntarily working in the Middle East nation for 30 to 90 days. The report came as U.S. Citizenships and Immigration Services asked, selection, asked a selection of its officers to deploy to assist with migration paperwork. The new request of CBP comes days after the Department of Homeland Security announced more than 220,000 illegal immigrants are known to have dodged Border Patrol since October Whew. 2021, dubbed Godaways. The illegal aliens have been recorded crossing the southern border, but due to the staffing limitations, could not be apprehended by border agents, a DOHS official said on Fox News. In January alone, there were over 153,941 migrant encounters at the U.S.-Mexico border, and that's just people who were stopped and detained. And that brings us to the end of this article. But one, one, one last thing. (laughs) Because with all big events, there's one man who makes these 
crazy outlandish landish predictions who happens to be right time and time again. That, of course, is Mr. Alex Jones. We go now to Memeology 101 for this clip. Not this ad, but, you know, while we're here. I will leave a link to this video in the description of the podcast, along with all the articles I've read, and a link to the main page for the Ukraine-Russia conflict. But we're looking at a giant war in February right now. This was published October 21st, 2021. But we're looking at a giant war in February right now. Currently, that's the projections with the top people on the earth who claim they're not with uh, the New World Order Combine. Is war in February. And this is the type of time, like right before World War One, right before World War Two, when everything kicks off. Ukraine, Russia invades Ukraine on many fronts in brutal act of war. Just a fun little Alex Jones was right moment. That being said, this has been Inside Four Walls. I have to get back to packing. I will be meeting up with a Freedom Convoy member. Well, a bunch of them. And hopefully traveling to Washington, D.C. I do have some concerns about uh, actually not going to Washington, D.C. with things popping off in Ukraine. I feel like with the threat of military strikes against the U.S. from Russia, who's already taken military strikes. I don't know if I want to be in the nation's capital. You know? If if there's a global superpower threatening to to take military action against the U.S., I don't necessarily know if I want to be in the nation's capital when that... while that's a thing. But it seems this is a -a once-in-a-lifetime historical moment. And I want to get the information out to you guys as best as possible. So I shall figure it out as I go. That being said, I've been James Madison. This has been Inside Four Walls. We will do our best to keep you updated with this story. We may upload a couple more times today. Me and the rest of the team's schedule is a little fucky-wucky, and we're figuring out as we go. All right, y'all have a great morning. America is brought to you by Pfizer. CBS Health Watch, sponsored by Pfizer. Anderson Cooper 360. Brought to you by Pfizer. ABC News Nightline. Brought to you by Pfizer. Making a difference. Brought to you by Pfizer. CNN Tonight. Brought to you by Pfizer. Early start. Brought to you by Pfizer. Friday night on Aaron Burnett out front. Brought to you by Pfizer. This week with George Stephanopoulos is brought to you by Pfizer. This weather report brought to you by Pfizer. Today's countdown to the royal wedding is brought to you by Pfizer. And now a CBS Sports update brought to you by Pfizer. Meet the press. Data download. Brought to you by Pfizer. This portion of CBS This Morning sponsored by Pfizer. On how to find the hidden sugars in the American family diet. Sponsored by Pfizer.